Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? They're in the computer? This is getting out of hand. Wow! Strange things are afoot. Hold the potato! Listen. You smell something? Hello and welcome to the Clear History Podcast. The podcast where we look up weird stuff at work and uh, look over our shoulders a lot and make sure that uh, nobody sees what's on our screens. Yes. And then we talk about it. Yeah, because it's fun to talk about. <laughs> True. Today we have our uh, multi-episodal uh, guest. <laughs> uh, let's call him John. One. That Otherwise could be known as Noodle Bags. In the All rear with the no gear. Grip. All slip, no grip. Master uh, Chief Thief, Twist and Tuck, John. Twist and Tuck. We need it. We don't have. That's we, good. We need a new nickname for this episode. We'll figure it out. Uh, as we go. Yeah, yeah, as it goes. And I'm your old pal Steven, of course. Um, flipper hands, Megan, today. Because <laughs> this is Megan. the uh, wet and wild episode wet and wild. of Clear History Podcast. Mm-hmm. We've never really had a theme like we do today, and today is wet and wild. <laughs> Can you taste that sea spray? Because it is in the air. Ooh, my, smells, my hair feels so soft Smells today. extra salty in here today. It's a little more buoyant. <laughs> but that smells fishy. <laughs> All right. Well, I, speaking of fishy, I'm going to start us off today because I've had dolphin sex on my mind for three weeks now and I Uh, need to get it out. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. That's a weird thing to have on your mind for three weeks. And dolphins are not fish. They are actually mammals. Yeah, but they can smell a little fishy because they're raping the fish. That's true. (laughs) Is that what you're talking about today? Dolphins. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah, dolphins is synonymous with rape. <laughs> Science. I'm sorry, any of our uh, dolphin listeners out there. Yeah. The sorry reason dolphins, sex, and love is on my mind is because there, there was one day at work, uh, we were talking about <laughs> Dolph Lundgren, and someone brought up, I wonder if anyone's done Dolph Lundgren as a dolphin meme, and I'm like, oh, of course they have, you know. So I was, I was looking... actually looking that up the other day. <laughs> I didn't know you had this conversation. What? <laughs> Yeah, you were in Italy. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyways, it reminded me of a documentary I had read about. I hadn't actually watched this documentary, but I had seen an article about it a couple of years ago. The documentary itself was called uh, Dolphin Lover. Mm-hmm. Okay, just a real quick synopsis. We'll come back to it later, but I just wanted to give you a heads up. It's a film that documents a man named Malcolm and his romantic relationship with Dolly, a bottlenose dolphin. Okay, <laughs> oh, so God. I read an article about like a synopsis of it, and I remembered it, and I was like, "Yeah, Dolph, Dolph, Lundgren is back to It's me. all coming back to me. <laughs> this so, is quite the trail that <laughs> lets you down. <laughs> I fucking had to set this up for you. So then I was like, I don't remember. I didn't remember the name of the documentary at the time, so I literally searched "human dolphin love." Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that brought up some interesting results. But the first story that came up or result I want to discuss, and some of you may have heard about it before, her name was Margaret Howe Lovett. Okay, and this is a truth. How does Margaret Lovett <laughs> is the question. Uh, dolphin style. Dolphin style. <laughs> <laughs> the only way. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a true story involving a NASA-funded project, Dolphins and Handjobs. Also, Carl Sagan. If you have any interest. Sagan? I think it's yeah, Sagan. It's, it's Sagan. Is it, is it this one of those words? you been saying this wrong the whole time. Is this one of those words that I've never heard out loud and so I just assume it's a certain way? I don't know. But uh, real quick, before we keep going, 
If a dolphin were to smoke a cigarette, would it be in the blowhole or in the mouth? Same thing. If it were to smoke cocaine. Is this cocaine? just a variation Wait. of the cocaine meme? Yes. The cocaine <laughs> meme I sent you guys yesterday. Yeah, that's a true classic. How would a dolphin snort cocaine? I don't know. How would he do blow in his blowhole? I would assume so. Well, that's that why sense. they call it that. That's why they All right. call it that. Well, yeah. Margaret Howe. <laughs> that's how people learn to do cocaine. Dolphins. Dolphins. The story of Margaret Howe Lovett is a fascinating story i highly recommend if you are interested in 1960s experiments behavioral psychology dolphin dongs any of those things you should actually there's a there's a documentary about her and the there's shape of water no it's like the girl who fucked a dolphin or no it's the girl who i don't remember fucked a dolphin <laughs> but it's not just about so her. yes fucked a dolphin. we'll get to know but if you're in- interested in all some of the experiments that they talk about is highly interesting i'm not going to get into every detail because it's just too fucking much but it's really cool okay so carl sagan i thought it was sagan whatever saigon is like if anyone doesn't know mm-hmm. in the 1960s he was a member of seti the search for extraterrestrial intelligence Classic. okay the, this group wanted to understand the the challenge of communicating with other intelligent species. Yes. Okay? So th- also communicating with extraterrestrials is part of that. He formed a relationship with a scientist, an experimental scientist named John C. Lilly. And at the time, in the early 1960s, he was studying dolphin communication. And he eventually got to the point where he wanted to teach dolphins English, the human language. He wanted to teach dolphins English. He wanted to teach them English. (laughs) Long story short, this lady isn't a scientist. She's working as a waitress or something. Someone is just like, hey, dolphin stuff, whatever. You want to come check this out? And she's like, yeah. So she She goes. She had to have been a huge fan of dolphins. I guess. She goes. They have this, they have this laboratory in the Virgin Islands and I think the nickname, I don't know the actual name for it. The nickname was... Was it the Virgin Islands for Log? <laughs> it was the Dolphin House was the nickname for it. Oh. So oh she God. starts <laughs> so she starts working with the dolphins, all that. Um, sounds like a frat house. John Lilly decides that he wants to... He really wants them to learn the human language, and he thinks the best way to accomplish this is 24-hour immersion of the person and a dolphin together. Okay. And at the time, this this gal, Margaret Howe Lovett, had been working in the lab, and they decided it was going to be her, and I think she wanted to spearhead the project as well. So they decided they create a flooded house in the upper floors of the laboratory. Mm-hmm. So the entire upper house floors, floor, floors are waterproofed, and they're able to do at least 24 inches of water in this, like, makeshift house. So it's kind of cool. You should look it up. That's really so kind she of badass. So she lived in it. Six days out of seven, like twenty four hours a day. Well, did she develop keep... trench foot? Like, isn't that she how you she got out of the foot? water to do certain tasks and stuff like that? And she had like, like a, an, a, a she <laughs> yeah. had like a thing for a bed and all that. But she, for the most part, was immersed Aquatic. in this was with this dolphin. She became all the amphibious time. while respecting yeah. the day of the Lord. Apparently, I don't know what day she had off. <laughs> well, obviously. So the dolphin that she <laughs> eventually respected the day of the Lord. They had a few different dolphins that she worked with in the original lab or in the lower labs but the dolphin that they decided to do this experiment with was named peter peter the dolphin peter the dolphin my nephew is named peter and that's probably going to ruin this story for me (laughs) probably um so peter was a young (laughs) up-and-coming adult dolphin who was sexually young up-and-coming he had a great hip-hop career ahead of him (laughs) 
Hey, he was fucking. He was flipper at one point. You asshole. What really? He was flipper. Yeah, he actually performed as flipper at one point in the movie. In the movie. Cool. Peter oh. the dolphin, who this lady gave a hand job to. Let me get to it. <laughs> she she touched his Peter, huh? All right. So she used to give him. <laughs> the whole point of this experiment was to wants. teach them the human language. One well, of the things. <laughs> one of the things they had to do. Stuff one. <laughs> Might be right. Full circle. Full circle. She gave him full circle handjobs. <laughs> Two hands. Is that no. like from completion to next completion? It was all grip. What no is slip. full circle handjobs? No, <laughs> she was giving him twice a day verbal lessons in the human language, like mm-hmm. trying to get him to imitate sounds and talk, whatever. So that was her job, and she said that he would get really antsy before these lessons, and you know, like rub on her and stuff. I'm gonna read an excerpt from Carl. Sagan's biography real quick. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Peter began exhibiting courting behavior. He lightly nibbled Howe's legs, getting erections, and rubbing against her ardently. As a matter of expediency, Howe took to giving the dolphin hand jobs. (laughs) Peter would reach some sort of orgasm, mouth open, eyes closed, body shaking... (laughs) Then his penis would re- relax and withdrawal. If you don't know, they retract. Anyways, dolphin libidos, being what they are, this had to be repeated. <laughs> two, this had to be repeated two or three times. Then finally, the dolphin could concentrate like in a row? on its lessons. And she gave him lessons twice a day. The this dolphin's a trooper. He's a champ. So I also there's a documentary. I did not watch this documentary, but I did read an article where they interviewed her, and she claimed that it was not a sexual thing, but maybe sensual. Mm. Um, that she mm. just felt it was a necessity and was easier to relieve him manually than send him down the dolphin elevator to his dolphin friends. <laughs> mm. huh. So, anyway. Is it a water elevator? I guess. How did I don't they know. transport the it, it, it was difficult, and that's why she was like, I'm going to jerk this dolphin off myself. So I'm going to do this the easy way. And she slathers up her hands with some antibacterial hands. No, I think she just... I. I'm just, you know, what grosses me out about the whole thing that I, my thoughts on this when I read this and like everything, because this was that like water several. Must this have been like fifteen yeah, percent dolphin the, semen by that the was, end of this. Yes, because it was however many times a day, and she what, lived there the for like a couple of years. You know, yeah, it had to have been gross. That water was full of semen. Anyways, so eventually the the main <laughs> much like the ocean. <laughs> the mud. Eventually, the main scientist, John uh, C. Lilly, his interest teaches my thoughts about the ocean. It's all the saltiness from the dolphin gum. I don't like the ocean already. Like it's a spooky place. Our listeners and that made it worse. Are crying right now? Not from laughing, but from sadness. <laughs> yes, they're like that's why it's salty. Is that why? Someone's swimming in the ocean listening to this and their mouth is well, open. Fun fact, just so you know, Margaret Howe also embezzled $53.7 million while collecting dolphin semen. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, good God. That was that other bitch. Cut this that. is layered. Okay, anyways. Layered like seven layered dip. Anyways, Lily's interest, so John C. Lily, his interest eventually kind of shifted from. Um, dolphin communication to human consciousness and he was one of the scientists that would use separate uh, sensory deprivation tanks in combination with LSD. He was actually the one who gave LSD to Jeff Bridges if you're ever interested. Lakeshore Drive? What? 
I, I don't know that Cruising one. on down on <laughs> Oh, LSD. Drive. I didn't get that. Okay. He even gave LSD to the dolphins and it had no effect and he was mad about it. But I refuse to believe the dolphins, dolphins are probably just tripping all the time. But they actually dolphins. Fun fact: dolphins actually will suck and lightly chew on pufferfish to get high. Oh you yeah, know, I actually read that once, and I did some more research into it, and I it's unconfirmed that they actually get high from it. Uh, well, I don't think they do. They just like it. Yeah, the I mean, taste. Have you ever sucked on a pufferfish? <laughs> You'd like it too. If I you mean, tried is it. this? Is this like the uh, the apes that grab the frogs, or? Yeah, it's that's no. equated to it. Yeah, because they lick the frogs for. There is those elk that like eat this lichen off of trees, though. There's cats. That well, there's like monkeys that there's ferment. Like they ferment fruit. They we all, okay. That's why you know you can't get mad at me that I like to drink. You know, it's like the dolphins do it. Yeah, you could be drinking elk piss, like whatever <laughs> tribal oh peoples drink that piss. They literally do that. And, Huh? Sounds delicious. It's weird. All right. So John, <laughs> Lily, eventually... points right now. Yeah. Eventually decommissioned... Okay. John C. Riley eventually decommissioned the dolphin house. All right. So sh- she was in charge of... Now she had to ship the dolphins out to a lab in Miami and close it down. She shipped him out, Peter. And three weeks later, she received a call from his new keeper. Peter committed suicide. Dude, he what? was so sad. Holy it, shit. How did he do it? So dolphins, I don't know if you know this, but dolphins aren't automatic air breathers, right? We're, we're automatic. Like, you don't even think about breathing for the most part unless you're well, thinking about it. Yeah. But if you're in a situation where you can't breathe, you're going to struggle to breathe. Your body will automatically do it as a flight response. Um, dolphins, and I think whales and some other mammalian marine marine mammals, that's a better mama, way to say it. Mama. Um, <laughs> mama. They, every Same. breath is literally a conscious effort. Because that they don't have to terrible. breathe as often. So he took his that last breaths, so and what they do is they breathe in water on purpose. Well, but they store oxygen in their blood, so it's not a, it's the same as how we breathe. Right, because they don't do it as often, but he decided yeah. to not, and then they just sink to the bottom of the tank and die. This isn't the first case of dolphins committing suicide, but he committed suicide. It's kind of hardcore. And it just I mean, goes to sad. show you that sex is indeed love. Yes, can be. So, I mean, she For said, she said she, she never felt like it was dirty or anything like that. She felt like she just had a the connection dolphin. with him. The dolphin was positively in love. Yeah. So Peter, Peter loved Peter. Margaret. She said she felt better because the conditions at the, the lab were shit. And so she's like, you know, it's probably better this way. It's Did probably she kill herself? He no, she's still alive. So it's she's not still a Juliet and Romeo situation. But. <laughs> okay, next dolphin love story Ghost we're going to talk tank. about. We're going to swims to the bottom. We're going to go back to the. St- I think that story, mm-hmm. like I, I can get over the whole fact that she gave him a hand job. Whatever, she actually loved that dolphin. Yeah, I mean, who I hasn't given a dolphin? I, hand job? I, you know, I've done it three times this week. Rita Crunrell was jerking off horses, so I don't see what the difference between a horse and a dolphin is. There's not much of a difference. Actually, there is. We'll talk about that in a minute. One lives in the ocean. Uh, the, yeah, yeah the horses don't have fins. I know. I mean, oh. yeah, dolphins are are just seahorses. Yeah, not seahorses because that's a different animal. That's an actual seahorse. Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna talk about real quick about Malcolm Brenner, who is the original guy that I remember the story about dolphin sex with. There is a documentary called Dolphin Lover on the the front of it that says this man had sex with a dolphin. It's it only was... like fifteen minutes. You can watch oh, it. It's good. I, saw... I did watch this one. I thought you misspoke. Was it not Dolphin Lover 5000? No, it was not Dolphin Lover 5000. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome simulation game. Just real quick. I'm... <laughs> oh awesome. my god. For VR. <laughs> an emulation. 
Uh, you just put on this headset. Oh, Jesus shit. Christ. I, I shouldn't have gave that idea up. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Well, Malcolm Brenner. Nailed that to yourself in, a in 1970, <laughs> when he was in college, he there was a theme park called Florida Land. He was able to have access to the dolphin area because he was allowed to take photos of the dolphin show. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, he claims that a dolphin named Dolly began began courting him, and you can read about it in his book titled "The Wet Goddess." <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> that he released in 2010, and he's a horrible writer. Let me tell you what. Really? Yes. I'd read that book. He claims that Dolly would rub her genital slit against him. Um, Ew, don't call it a genital <laughs> yeah, slit. That's, that's what... as bad as saying. And you can quote me on this. I invented this term. "Quote makes her giny, sweaty on the inside." Ew. Now, which oh. do you think is worse, genital slit or that phrase? Giny on the inside is gross. Giny sweaty on the inside? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty bad. That's pretty fucked up, I'm man. Cringing. Yeah. yeah, he is. I can see his face. All right. Well, he said that she used to Making masturbate against his foot, and she fucking wounded it. And he like details it out in the ad. Yeah, that's whatever. what they always say. Yeah, that's what. Anyways, he was a he is a self proclaimed <laughs> he's a self proclaimed zoophile, and he equates zo- zoophilia. Zoophile. Zoophile. Most people who love. Animals. They love to love. The one existing member of the Man Dolphin Love Association. But I was kind of like pissed off because I was reading this thing and he cl- he equates zoophilia, I think that's how you would say that, to inter- how interracial sex was banned in the 19th and 20th century. Okay, I don't come think that's on. the same. That's, that's But it's, it's kind of fucked up because he can't be charged for fucking this dolphin in 1970 because they didn't in- introduce bestiality laws until like 2011 in Florida. So we're putting laws on people from fucking animals. And he's just like, someday people are going to be, it's just going to be the same as fucking black people. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're equating black people yeah. to animals. What that's, the fuck? <laughs> that's not only racist, but. <laughs> that's worse than racism. Yeah. Like, How is it that we have to make laws to prevent people <laughs> from fucking animals? We have to make laws for stupid reasons. Well, he got, he was on like the is Daily really Show or some shit. Yeah, he was on The Daily Show or some shit, and he started talking about, like, fucking a poodle. They, like, like just, with, like, cut him off. With Jon Stewart? I don't... It wasn't The Daily Show. It was some... I don't know the shows. It was a show, like, a morning show. I don't know why they had this guy on there, America. but the, the show like, must what is been, it like yeah. having sex with animals? Anyways, this dolphin well, lover film... animals, though? He claims that there's a telekinetic, <laughs> telepathic connection with her. And he felt like he was making love to the ocean itself. He said that he someone was always playing twenty questions with him in his mind, and he knows. Why doesn't it was the he dolphin. just go to like some bog in Ireland and just put his dick in it? I don't know. It'd be probably a little bit better. I mean, can you get is the it viscosity a... is thicker? Well, hold on. Than so the we're ocean. Talk, we're <laughs> well, talk... you got that like thick mud sludge, you know, like when you stick your foot in a mud puddle and you pull it out. It's like, is <laughs> it illegal? <laughs> Can't be. Bad. Is it illegal to fuck the earth itself? No, oh, it should be. Not yet. Well, not yet. He's probably gonna. It's gonna be it like 10, 15 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just. Oh my god. You can't just dig a hole and fuck yeah. it. You can't just fuck the earth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mother Earth can't give consent. You can't do that. Right? In this dolphin lover documentary, it's only fifteen minutes. You can watch it online for free. Recommended. Not really, but yeah, recommended because they make. Yeah, I did watch it at work. They make a. There's an animation. If you can't, if you can't picture what it looks like for a man to have. 
cop- copulate with a dolphin? They, oh, they give you me. I feel animation. like the tail gets in the way. No, no. no. Okay. How do dolphins fuck? I don't know. They. It's really difficult. They actually, rub their genitals. Is it like doggy style? No, the woman has the woman dolphin has to go on her her back, like float, and then because she's got a hole like this, and <laughs> and just like nice and yeah but then male dolphins also like rape each other's blowholes and shit so <laughs> is that true are you just saying that to be weird totally honestly true. it dolphins is sound better than people already. okay let's just get this over with real quick because we're not done with malcolm we're done with malcolm brunner but we're moving on to my search history and it has evolved okay so my search history has evolved from Malcolm Brenner to dolphin dick because I was curious why are people fucking all these dolphins and what does it look like, right? <laughs> Should I fuck a dolphin? Should I recommend my friends fuck dolphins? Right. So that's Start right. Sound appealing after a while. So I found an article in a research paper about scientists currently who are doing penis inflation experiments on dolphins and other marine life to understand more about how they have sex. And there's actually a lady who is a penis inflator. That is her job title. A fluffer. No. She injects things to inflate dicks. Oh, okay. Okay? That sounds painful <laughs> and horrible. She says it's very easy to inflate a human male's penis post-mortem. Yeah, it can't be... <laughs> post-mortem? Yeah, we're talking about dead shit. Post-mortem. It, that can't be a good thing. That's like... You just use saline solution and stuff, yeah? I'm just... In my head, I see it as like... A clown blowing up one of those long balloons, and I'm like, that doesn't <laughs> sound good. That's exactly what it looks like, man. Sounds painful. It's like that. It's like that mini game of Mario Party where you gotta A B real fast because you're <laughs> Jesus Christ, pumping it up. Bitch. You got like a little bike pump. In <laughs> All right. Well, she, according to this team Next of scientists, it's much more difficult to inflate a dolphin's dick than a human because their dick is more fibroelastic. It has a lot of collagen in it. Not only is it bigger, it's got, it's the harder, it's thicker. So the goal... Dolphins have superior penises in every way. Their goal was to make the first 3D CT scans of simulated marine mammal species having sex. So they were able to make casts of dead female reproductive organs. They made casts of, like, vaginas for these marine animals. And you're saying they made dolphin <laughs> flashlights. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. We're gonna get to that. So this postdoctoral lady made uh, replicas of all these badges. So then they brought on the lady who was the penis inflator expert, and uh, so I mean it was really difficult because some of these marine animals have dicks bigger than a table. No. <laughs> like whales. Like do, a like really killer. small table. Okay, a whale. Okay, but I mean even dolphins have big old dicks, man. It was but like not table size. No. But so anyways, they used, um, in order to get the inflation correct, because they couldn't just use a syringe of saline, they had to use a thirty a modified 35-gallon beer keg <laughs> full of saline solution, and they modified it to allow her to pump in nitrogen gas as well for optimal pressure. Oh. <laughs> so they got these penises inflated. They put them inside the, the replica vaginas. Okay, then they sewed them together, <laughs> sewed them oh. together, soaked them in iodine so they would show Why? up. Wait, they soaked them in iodine and then they did CT scans. And the results, my God, <laughs> yes, I looked at every single one of them are dazzling. 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 <laughs> Razzle dazzle. She's got spirit fingers right now. <laughs> Downright dazzling. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. This sounds like 
some kind of fucked up human centipede experiment. So the other thing on, they were like able to do, genitals. I want nothing to do with it. They want they're genitals. able to they're able to simulate the rotations and positions to determine the deepest possible penetration for four species. Why of Why are they doing this? What is what problem John, is this solving? <laughs> why am I working the job that I am? That's what I want to know. <laughs> because people need things that are. This is not your job. Company provides. It wanted to be. It's not. <laughs> Anyways. Um, they're also considering Is anybody mason. hiring for somebody that does this? It does dolphin sex thing? These people are. Give us a DM on uh, at Clear History. Just slide into so, our DMs. So, to further understand dolphin reproduction, because they think, like, because dolphin vaginas are, like, corkscrews, and so they think that they can, like, subtly position themselves to select their mates. Like a duck? Because dolphins are rapey as fuck. They'll just rape you. So they get, like, they'll duck vaginas? Rape. They'll get kind you underwater, they'll bit, yeah. pin you down on the ocean floor, and yeah. they'll go to town. I, we're not talking about dolphin rape, because it's enough, but basically, they, and the That's scientists, the scientists yes. are actually <laughs> making, they're making biomimetric uh, flush lights for dolphins and marine lives, marine lives, so they can further study how Final they copulate. Dolphin flashlights available on the internet, question mark? Okay, well, if you've seen The Shape of Water... Only from NASA. If you've seen the Shape NASA of Water, have you seen stuff. Shape of Water? No. It's fish man fucking a lady. She gives them hard-boiled eggs. Which, by the way, I looked up apparently an old trick to catch sturgeon is to soak hard-boiled eggs in vagicil and put them on a hook. Anyways. Quit upsetting me. <laughs> Yeah, I am unsettled. <laughs> there is a there is a subtle. I don't want to hear what your commercial is tonight. <laughs> this is what she was so excited for, and I'm disturbed. This, this is why I left for ten days. Oh, <laughs> savage. <laughs> There is a seller online for those of you who have seen Shape of Water that is making what he thinks are replicas of the fish man from Shape of Water's dick dildos that you can buy online. Mm-hmm. And if it weren't $300, this bitch would have one. That's I all used I to have like a cool like fish man uh, flashlight. <laughs> a little action figure when I was a lad. It was dope. And he used to put it up his butt. I don't even know why I had that. <laughs> He's like still Was got there it. like a thing in the 90s that was there was a fish man? Because I had one and it was cool. No. A little fish man guy. Oh, and then you squeeze his stomach, and then uh, it takes in water, and then you squeeze it again, and he squirts it out. It's cool. That is pretty sweet. I'll give you that. It was pretty sweet. On that note, let's cut to uh, a sponsor break. Yeah, but not yours, Megan. guys for my topic for the wet and wild edition i'm gonna lay down some truth and then i'm gonna lay down some facts in that order so on june 27 2012 the national oceans oceanic service posted this statement quote no evidence of aquatic humanoids has ever been found 
The reason why they said this was because a month earlier, Animal Planet aired a show called Mermaids, The Body Found. This show covered the aquatic ape theory, which claimed that humans had an aquatic stage in our evolutionary past. And it... So basically, it's Animal Planet, so people take it as it is. Nobody takes Animal Planet as it is. They have a show about... Okay. In 2012, they have the puppy bowl. I take them pretty seriously. Around then, uh, like it was basically right. all just like <laughs> see David Attenborough just being like, "Watch as the, watch as the tiger stalks its spray and shit like that. And then they went into this mermaid thing, which people took really seriously. That is like mildly true though, because isn't that why we have like fingerprints and stuff? I thought that developed because people spent a lot of time around water. And the more... And so when your hands get wet, that's how you can still grip Well, stuff. like, actually, this is one of Steve's fast facts, because I always made fun of him this summer because his hands were so fucking pruny all the time. Like, why are your hands so pruny He's while we're like, swimming? I just got sweaty-ass hands. And then no, it was... swimming. When oh. you're swimming, apparently, if you have pruny your hands, it provides a better grip. Yeah, that's what... I, actually, you're right. That's what it is. All, the pruning all grip, no slip. Steve, they yeah. call me. See, but my hands don't do that. That's why I'm just all slip. All the time. Yep. But, so, it was, uh, you know, at the end of every episode, they always said that, like, okay, this is this is just for fun, whatever. But people like didn't... just a goof. People, there was, like, this big, huge thing because people thought that it was real and they actually found a, a thing. And the uh, it was later revealed that the show was not a documentary and that the people depicted were actors. The real reason of the documentary was to try to stop the U.S. Navy from doing all this sonar testing that they were doing, uh, which was killing a lot of marine mammals, like dead... Like dolphins. Mammals were, like, going onto the shore and stuff, and it was... Dolphins, the rapers of the sea. <laughs> yeah. But, like, uh, so... So... This is pretty interesting, the aquatic ape theory. It says that we have an aquatic uh, past... So yeah, we were all born in a womb that had liquid in it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the <laughs> same. Uh, so there's we're all there's seven points to this theory. Um, uh, how we developed as species uh, has to do with our aquatic past. So like, one bipedalism, we walk on two feet, and this is could have been developed from us waiting in water. Um, our other, our cousins and stuff, they kind of go on all fours, like mostly on their feet, but then they walk around on their knuckles and stuff. And when you see like apes and chimps and, and even just monkeys and stuff, when they're in water, they go on two feet and they're waiting around because they can distribute their weight better in the water. Yeah, they're weightless. Yeah, but we're like super closely related to sea cucumbers. No. <laughs> that's what? Just one part of us, and that's in the middle between our legs, a little bit on the top. Hey, it's your boy. Call me sea cucumber. We also have. Old sea cucumber, John. <laughs> that's what they call me. Hairless uh, skin. So, uh, our. You know, humans versus apes. Um, we have, or 
mostly hairless. I mean, no, like, unless I you're Polish. No, I have seen you. You were not hairless. Unless you're Italian or Polish, you're mostly pretty... Look he's, at this arm. Mostly hairless. He's gone through the Polish puberty. All right, guys. But, like... <laughs> What's that even mean? Based... If you were... Back hair. If you were to put people versus gorillas, we have less hair. Right? Do you, are you, is that an argument? I'm calling you Harry. Nope. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that people have there's more some hair. there's some Turkish men Debunked. with some big eyebrows, but you know. Okay, we're a little is, less uh, hairy. This is just to swim and dive with less resistance in the water. Throughout our evolution as becoming Homo sapiens, we uh, ended up with an expanded brain size versus our um, cousins, the chimps and uh, sea cucumbers and great apes and stuff like that gorillas and things because we had a protein rich diet we learned you know we ate all that meat know what that's like hey and (laughs) we have a hooded nose if you look at a monkey's nose they go kind of straight out we got the hood on there and that hood the hood on your nose look at your nose the nose hood it's got a hood and 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 the nostrils point down versus just kind of straight out mine's kind of like up though like not so bad. No, not like like a not like a gorilla a, or something. Gorilla. It could be if I cut it off. <laughs> sure, Michael that Jackson. That would be gruesome, but you're right. You would look like a fucking skeleton. So that helps it you would like be fucked up. So we yeah. can dive, and it slows the water from you know shooting up your nose or whatever. And then we uh, we have kind of oily skin, uh, which is uh, also a thing if you're Italian or if you're Polish. Italian or Polish, which is yeah, so sure. we can be greasy. <laughs> And then we have strong facial expressions as opposed to our cousins because uh, when you're swimming, you can't really use a lot of body language. You're so using... you're just like wide eyes like, oh. I mean, we have, there's a lot more emotion in a human face than a gorilla or chimpanzee. Do you face. think so though? I don't think so. No, I I'm think I'm talking so. about the aquatic ape theory. I'm I talking totally about Steve Ponick so. theory. <laughs> oh, I mean your old pal Steve theory. Okay. I guess I haven't studied a, 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 a non-aquatic ape that much. So there's a lot of criticism here, but uh, <laughs> study many. Apes. I feel like there's a there. I feel like there's some points to that, right? I mean, like some of it. Yeah, okay, I mean, yeah, you guys okay, are I, like, bitching about every single fucking point I made, but you know. <laughs> Welcome to the Clear Industry Podcast, where we bitch about every single fucking point. Where you we make. like to bring stories to the table and then have people dog on us the whole time. But have you tried Pabst Blue Ribbon Easy Low Calorie? It's actually, you know, I, it's it, not that bad. But it's it tastes like pepsi but it's only 3.8 alcohol versus 4.7 on the full volume. So I prefer like, I the 4.7. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Pabst, more blue Pabst Blue Ribbon Low Calorie. Pabst Blue Ribbon Which easy. are two phrases that should never be in conjunction with each other. I mean, if you want to go low calorie, low carb, just... Just drink regular vodka. old vodka. Just do vodka. Yeah, just straight up <laughs> vodka on the rocks. But this is nice. I like it. But, um... Okay, so if this, if this whole thing doesn't exist, like, I mean, do you think that that might have something to do? Maybe at some point there was a branch off that went underwater? Does that, I don't well, know. Well, it's the same thing they said, like, dolphins originally had legs. Yeah, they're mammals. I don't know. I'm partial because I've actually read into this subject in the past, so I know where, like, some Could of these things Could you watch this Animal Planet from. documentary? I, the only thing I watch on Animal Planet without fail every year. Oh, the Snoop Dogg. Puppy, Puppy Bowl. Bowl. Puppy Bowl. Puppy Bowl. Yeah. Every, yeah. All right. Well, shit. this is interesting to me. I find it very interesting, even though I've like been dogging on you this whole time. 
been dolphining on you this whole time because they're more rapey than dogs. So I'm dolphin on you. Well, check this out. If mermaids don't exist according to the government, which we don't believe on this fucking podcast. Which government body? The Federal Bureau of Inconsistencies? The National Oceanic Society or something? Yeah, yeah, what is it called? The the Ocean Service? National Ocean Service? NOS. Bitches. I just remember it was NOS. Yeah. National Aquatic Zone in the Ocean. Nazi? <laughs> Nazi. <laughs> oh my god. Bam. Bingo bango. That's how it's done. Since a lot of human history has been around water, it's kind of plausible that maybe there might be people that just live in the water and then they branched off and maybe moved in the water. No. And I know the government doesn't say that it's true, but it might be. I don't know. But I put together a quick history of mermaid sightings and mermaid stories that goes on for millions of years, thousands of years. And it starts in the B.C. Assyrian god Atargetus, which is not the god of Target. I fucking love Target. I'm the Target God, I tell you what. <laughs> I'm the Target God. She was basically the main god representing motherhood, fertility, earth, and water. She had a fish body except for her human head. In Greek mythology, Homer, as you guys most likely know, Homer wrote about them in the Odyssey. They were considered beautiful, but a bad omen and would lure sailors to their death. Sirens in the Odyssey. Yes. Odysseus got kind of... Tangled up in them. I love that story. In 77 AD, now we're back in the regular time, uh, mermaid-like creatures are mentioned in uh, Pliny's Natural History. This is a book about basically everything. It's like an encyclopedia back then. And they were called... uh, Man, my pronunciation is going to be terrible. Neverides. 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 And they were actually uh, supposed to be hairy. What? Uh, they might have been Polish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then now uh, in... So now let's skip ahead. Some more Polish listeners. In the 14... I'm Polish. In the 1430s in the Netherlands, after a storm, a group of... Uh, why did I say a group of two girls? It's not a group. It's two girls. Okay, a so group of two girls. A group girls. of two girls. It's called a gaggle. So two girls... <laughs> Found a uh, mermaid in a in the muddy waters after a dam broke after a huge storm, and they took it home with them. Uh, she could never learn to speak, even though they tried to teach her. But she apparently lived with them for fifteen years. What? Yeah, there's a story. I don't know. Does she have fins? Yeah. Sounds like a Disney Channel original. In 1493, your boy Christopher Columbus, famous for being a piece of shit, uh, said in his journals that he saw three mermaids coming out of the water off the coast of the DR. He said that they weren't as pretty as they were painted. What a fuck. What a fuck. Because, well, they might have been manatees. I don't know. uh, They might have been manatees. (laughs) They probably were manatees. 1608, before almost discovering the Northwest Passage, Henry Hudson, does that sound familiar? Hudson Bay, Hudson River. Mm. Yeah, I know about 
explorers. He, but did, but he tried the <laughs> northeast passage. He tried to go over Russia to get around. And to the Beirut. He saw he saw a mermaid in the um, nude. What do they call it? What's that sea over there? The Baltic Sea? Baltic. I was about to say Bering. I was like, that's by Alaska. Bal- I don't know if that's right. the sea, Baltic. Though. Baltic, it's yeah, disgusting. that sounds right. Baltic. Um, and so he said, quote, from her navel up, her back and breast were like a woman's. But when she dove under the water, they saw her tail, which was like a porpoise. Okay, can I just throw something out here right now? Sexualizing dolphins. Wait. Right. This this is men having sex with dolphins and being aroused by dolphins and trying to justify it in a world. Where I tried to make a different shamed. story than yours, but it's yeah. The fuck same that story. down with the patriarchy. Fuck it, down with patriarchy. They're fucking dolphins and they're trying to make it about women. Well, sixteen eleven, John Smith. <laughs> oh my God, he John Smith too. Famous for James. These are all those people he named earlier. Yeah, I'm sorry, but if you can, you can train the Navy can train dolphins to seek out mines and kill people. They can train dolphins to fuck. They don't have to train. Let me teach you how to fuck. Well, no, let me teach you how to fuck. Remember that? Yes. Sorry, listeners, that's an inside joke. Uh, John Smith, famous for Jamestown and uh, raping Pocahontas when she was 12 and he was 30. Uh, He wrote about a sighting in the West Indies. He saw a woman. Swimming with all possible grace, who, despite her long green hair, which is... Okay, Megan, you have green hair. I like your green hair. True. John Smith is a little fucking prick. He says, despite her long green hair, was by no means unattractive. He said, from below the stomach, the woman gave way to the fish. More recently, in British Columbia in 1967... Ferry riders saw one laying on Main Island. She was a topless blonde woman with the tail of a porpoise sitting on the shore. Some witnesses even said it was upsetting because she was eating raw salmon. They thought that was gross. Dude, I love raw salmon. I love sushi. The local paper offered $25,000 for a picture, which was never claimed. And then, similarly, in 2009 in Israel, the same thing happened, but the reward was $1 million that time. Unclaimed. And in 2012 in Zimbabwe, construction workers couldn't work on a dam because there was an irate mermaid there. (laughs) They called it... What? They called it the Mamba Moon... The Mamba Moon 2. Apparently, it was raiding and harassing the these workers in the river, and the workers refused to return to the job site. So then they brought in like people that didn't know about the the people Mamba. People that didn't believe in mermaids. Yeah, the so like it's a local legend, the Mamba Moon 2, but Moon 2, Mamba Moon 2. But uh, they brought in, they said they brought in white people that didn't know the legends uh, to continue the project. And they also ran off and they said they would not come back. And then to continue the project, the local council members agreed to hire a healer to do some cleansing rituals. 
including brewing beer and slaughtering cattle. See, it's tough to find a healer. And yeah, yeah take them where you can get them. <laughs> but uh, it's so still it was great to find a. The project took forever, and I think that's a little bit of Scooby-Doo shenanigans for that one. Not for those meddling kids. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. All the video comments on this stuff that I was watching were in all caps saying, Only 5% of the ocean is explored. There's so much that we don't know. Mermaids are real. I believe in mermaids. In all caps, Nessie, of course. Free Nessie. So, I don't know. I think mermaids are plausible, but... You know, we don't believe in, we don't have uh, physical proof of God, and there's a bunch of Christians out there, so. See, here's the thing. I don't know. I'm scared of the ocean, because there's a That's where the shark's house. Do you guys want to go on a cruise? And there's a lot of sharks. Let's go on a cruise. (laughs) I'm just, I'm scared of the ocean. Me too. That's why I want to go on a cruise, because I'm I'm scared of the ocean, and I want to go on a cruise to get over it. and there's... I just so want to like go on a cruise and be the person that jumps off. So much water. Why would you, <laughs> if you're scared of the ocean, why would you want to do that? <laughs> Face my fucking fears, John. I don't want that. I would just want to not go to the ocean. That's why I'm in Nebraska. <laughs> the furthest away you <laughs> yeah. can get. On our continent, anyway. <laughs> Alright. Alright, speaking Mermaid. of scaring oceans, let's... Go to a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a very loud voice? Do you sometimes need to get your rage out? Do you have a penchant for pirates, sailors, octopi? Here at ScreamingForSemen.com, we are in desperate need for semen. If you're a long, hard, busty, hard aquatic man, come to ScreamingForSemen.com. And we'll get you off. In the rear... With the gear, noodle bags, what do you got for us? <laughs> Nothing but the best, my friends. Um, <laughs> I bring to you today a tale of the great seven seas. One you guys have probably heard of, but uh, if you're anything like me, you started to think about it a little bit and realized, I don't know quite as much about this thing as I thought I did. Me, uh, every single day at work. Right? <laughs> uh, the Bermuda Triangle. Oh. You know, we've all heard about it. It's, Classic uh, tale. Spooky place, people go missing, uh, unexplicable horrors potentially. Who I've knows? been through it, it's fine. Longer so, shorts than normal. <laughs> what? Bermuda trying. <laughs> Bermuda shorts. <laughs> okay. But, uh, so I guess we'll start at square one. You know, what is the Bermuda Triangle anyway? Uh, it's also known as the Devil's Triangle. <gasps> And it is a 500,000 square mile area between the southeastern tip of Florida and Barbados. And? I don't know. And Bermuda. Sure. (laughs) I mean, it's a triangle, right? Bermuda's an island out um, in the Atlantic. And then you got the The bottom of Florida. And then you got... Barbados. Barbados, yeah. Sure, let's say that's the triangle. I yeah. Don't, I don't know where the limits, I don't know where the corners of the triangle are. <laughs> it's, your it's a huge area, dude. 500,000 square miles. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty big. It's living fast and loose. Uh, but it's been mysterious since day one. You know, there's never been a time when the Bermuda Triangle wasn't spooky. And on one of the first recorded journeys to the area, none other than Christopher Columbus, mm. the mermaid sighting man himself. Yeah. 
reported that in this area he saw a great spout of fire crash into the sea and then weeks afterwards there was a strange light that appeared in the distance and his compass readings became severely messed up Mm. that dude was severely messed up though yeah christopher columbus was a strange character fuck that guy fuck that the more you read into him uh some people speculate that shakespeare's the tempest was actually based on the bermuda uh shipwreck oh which is only added to this mystery wait what when was Shakespeare active? In Before the... Christopher Columbus, I'm pretty sure. Maybe? No, it was the he 1480s, was in like the 1400s, right? 1400s, yeah. So maybe 40 years it after Christopher after. Columbus even went to the DR? I don't know. Some. The, the point is, uh, it's been pretty spooky for a pretty long time. Yeah. So, yeah. as I started to read into it a little bit more and try to find some stuff out about this... I realized that, you know, I couldn't actually cite a single story of something that had legitimately disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle. What? Really? Uh, the, what Can was you? that, the Malaysian flight, like, two years ago? No, that, that was in... not anywhere near the same area. Oh, fuck, okay. Yeah. No, there is people that speculate it had something to do with the Bermuda Yeah, Triangle. right? No, <laughs> they, it wasn't even in North America. They speculated. It's a, it's a speculation. <laughs> uh... So I looked up some of the most notable disappearances, and there's actually some pretty big ones. Uh, In March of 1918, this is when the Bermuda Triangle started to become really famous in the public eye. In in yellow journalism? Yeah, in the old yeller times. Uh, The USS Cyclops, a big old Navy ship, 552 feet long. 552 foot long ship it's a big boy so to put that into perspective a boeing 767 a very large international flight airplane mm-hmm. is only like 170 ish feet in length it's a big boy so this is a, a pretty goddamn big ship yeah ridiculous it had 300 men on it how many women probably sexism none. Probably not. This is 1918. What the fuck were we at? Uh, They were just making a little routine trip. And they passed between the area of the Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) And just straight up went missing. They didn't send out an SOS signal. Which is really strange. Because this was a big ship that had been equipped with all of those things. Yeah, all the equipped monks. And when they went out to search for the ship. Absolutely nothing could be found. What? Which is fairly rare for a, a shipwreck. Like, you're at least going to find oh, some. Oh, 500 feet. Stuff, right? Yeah, there's something. Like, there's a lot of stuff on the ship. You'd think you'd see something. They didn't see anything at all. What? Uh, it's a third of a mile. That's huge. It's the size of a dolphin's dick. No, it's <laughs> way <laughs> larger <laughs> than a dolphin's penis. Uh, yeah, so they didn't find anything at all. And even the president at the time, Woodrow Wilson, stated... Only God in the sea know what happened to the great ship. Yeah. They basically just said, okay, yeah, we can't find anything. It's over. We're done. What? It's just disappeared. They didn't ever find anything about it. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, you know, 27 years later, in December of 1945, five bombers from Fort Lauderdale were on a routine run to practice uh, their bombing patterns in that area. The leader of the mission, 
called Flight 19. Uh, got severely lost due to malfunctioning compass systems and navigation systems. They then ran low on fuel, presumably, and were forced to ditch their planes at sea. Later that very same day, a rescue plane with a crew of 13 men went to rescue them and also disappeared. Uh, after weeks of searching, the Navy couldn't turn up any evidence of where these ships or where these planes went and stated that, quote, it was as if they had flown to Mars. <laughs> so really the thing is to take to note here is that these were military ships. Like, they weren't just some fishing boat, or yeah. this wasn't in the days of the ironclads and wooden ships. Like, mm -hmm. they had radios, they had technology. These were some of the most high-tech uh, ships and planes of the time, and they totally disappeared. Mm -hmm. I don't uh, like it. I don't like it, John. It's some spooky stuff. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's, that's just a couple of good examples of things going missing. There is a few more, but it is surprisingly difficult to find like actual, I guess, trustworthy accounts of these things. Like these are government well, reports showing that like, these things never showed up. Don't that's like the, the thing for me is like, okay. And I don't know if it's just my preconceived notions, but if any, anyone were to say the word, words bermuda triangle to me my first response would be like if we we're playing password you said bermuda triangle i would say disappeared mr <laughs> what mr <laughs> no i'm saying like i associate the bermuda triangle with people being gone or disappeared yeah like ever since you're just well, what's a, the a famous story child is that is it it's not lindenberg or uh, but that was debunked. Who was the the girl? Um, Amelia Earhart. Earhart. Yeah, Earhart. Is Ear that the Bermuda Triangle? I don't believe, at least not from what I researched. Really? The really interesting part of this is some of the theories that are circulating around of why these ships and planes go missing in the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, the first one is there's a pretty common theory out there that people say... Uh, in the Bermuda Triangle, it's one of the few places on the face of this earth where a compass aligns to true north, which messes up navigational systems, and that's what causes a lot of these problems and ships go missing. That actually was true in the early 1900s, probably okay. around the time of the USS Cyclops. Uh, that, that would have occurred then. There would have been geomagnetic forces that would have messed with navigational systems. No longer is that the case. So everything since those early 1900s that have gone missing, which still happens to this day, things do go missing there still, mm -hmm. uh, has not been related to that issue. And there's been a lot of studies done by the Navy and other various places that prove that there's nothing in that area that's going to mess up your navigational systems. Anymore. Yeah. Really? Okay, that's interesting. So, so that's a common one that a lot of people think uh, is not actually true. Here's a more interesting one, though. The Atlantis theory. Uh, <laughs> some people believe that the Bermuda Triangle is actually home to the lost city of Atlantis. And that the city of Atlantis 
was powered by what they called crystal energies or these fire crystals. Honestly, if you've seen the Disney movie where they have like them little crystals. <laughs> Tiny. Or the... No, Tiny is a dope movie though. I'm, I fucking I'm gonna it. go watch Tiny. I watched that so many times. I that's that a, movie so that's much. a really it's a great good movie. movie. Is it, you're talking about the Search for Atlantis one where... Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just called Atlantis. Atlantis, what was it? Uh, so people think of these crystals... Um, they're, it's either something in how they power it messes up systems or else the this underwater city of Atlantis is actually targeting these ships and planes for one reason uh, and, and bringing them down is theory one. There's also theories that there are time portals in this area and that's why ships go missing inexplicably God, is that portals, yeah. they go through this area they get trapped in the time portal and they go entirely missing because they are forwarded through time to mm-hmm. a place where we cannot find them mm-hmm. um still there's not really an explanation out there for like where the time portals come from or why it's the way it is uh seemed a little bit iffy to me <laughs> one of the things here the most interesting that i think you guys may be able to weigh on weighing on uh is that this area may be home to extraterrestrial beings Mm -hmm. that have situated themselves in an underwater base and that Ah. they target planes and ships going through the area and abduct them for further research which is why they go entirely missing because there's no evidence of them being left over because the aliens have thus captured them yep that's the theory i'm going with uh, but actually there is a little bit of an explanation as to why the aliens may be doing this, uh, unintentionally as well, as whale, as whale, get it ocean puns no, Cetacean, as well. Yeah. Um, because the aliens may have a portal system in this area that they use to travel back to their home world or other worlds. And when ships are traveling through this area and the portal systems are activated. So why are we talking about aliens? <laughs> Because that's how these ships go missing. The aliens activate their Those portals because aliens. they have to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Ship gets caught in the mix. Bam. Next thing you know, they're in fucking space, dog. But the last theory, a little more Lovecraftian for you, is uh, what I fondly refer, refer to as great underwater beasties. Oh. Yeah, so like Kraken. something man. along those Dolphin lines. Fuckers. Uh, but the most realistic thing that people have theorized... Which, surprisingly enough, is actually not very valid either, is very rare geological and hydrological occurrences. Um, People say that, which is actually really common in the ocean, that these large clouds of methane gas will build up. Then they'll float up to the surface. From the cow farts? It's called, it's called yeah, oce- from the cow farts. It's called oceanic flatulence. That's what it's called. It That's is. the scientific <laughs> term. This methane will float all the way up. And it happens to be at the exact same time that there is a storm in the area, lightning sparks it, and it bursts into flames, uh, which could possibly be what Christopher Columbus saw. Nobody's ever actually seen it happening. What is the truth? Tell us the truth. I'll tell you the truth. Uh, the truth is that there's really not a mystery to it. Um, it's just a really highly populated area. A lot of people fly and drive ships through this area because... Uh, that's how you get to the Caribbean. It's convenient as fuck. It's right along the equator. Good weather. Like it's not necessarily super dangerous to navigate under most circumstances. 
So you're going to see a higher rate of ships disappearing in this area. But statistically, it actually has... You have no more chance of disappearing in the Bermuda Triangle than you do anywhere else in the ocean. But or don't let any... that fool you. The ocean is still spooky, and you should not go There's out There's a megalodon the in there. We don't know what's in that fucking ocean. It's terrifying. We never don't saw go that near movie. It. We need to. Don't go near water. Don't drink water. The reason water. why it's salty is because Stop of all the sweating and producing dolphin water. Jizz. It's dolphin jizz. Yeah, yeah, it's at least 15% dolphin jizz and missing ships. All right, the fast phallic facts. The longest penis on record is 13 and a half inches while erect. Jonah Falcon agreed to donate donate his monster. <laughs> what did I write here? His Falcon huge punch. penis to the Icelandic Philological Museum after yeah, they his have death. A, okay, I haven't told He's you. Alive. Put this dick in your dick museum. They have a huge dick museum and I want to go. But, by the I way, don't. that is not a... It's a human dick. We have established that okay, other dicks horse are cocks, larger. Okay, or... or uh, Dolphin? Dolph cocks. Okay. Each year between Memorial Dolph Day... <laughs> each year between Memorial Day and Labor Day, Americans wolf down... About 818 hot dogs every second. <laughs> That's insane. What the fuck? 818 hot dogs every second. For how long? 11-year-old Frank Epperson accidentally invented the Popsicle in 1905. <laughs> 18 years later, he patented it. and uh, And that's where the Popsicle comes from, this guy here. Is that just... Any popsicle or rocket pops? The popsicle in general. Okay. Good for him. Nebraska was the first state to complete its main vein contribution (laughs) to the interstate system. Because we have one fucking interstate. Well, we were the first I-29 and I-80. Well, I-29 is actually in Iowa. So, I-80. Although we have 480 and 680, but those are intersecting... The longest sausage was 62,745 meters long and weighed 45 tons. I'd eat that, Stoish. And it was delicious. Doubt it. What do you got? What, for some additional search terms? Yeah. 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 (laughs) My additional search terms are dolphin dong. <laughs> That's a very Just strange type that in. Just type it in. Just type her in dolphin dong. You wouldn't even believe what'll come yeah. up. It's dolphin wait, dong. Wait, it's a dick of a dolphin. Shut the shut up, fuck up. <laughs> dolphin dong, mermaid dong, and Bermuda triangle. You don't speak all your dicks. Are you telling people to search for You're speaking out. Okay, because mine was dick and yours has to be dick now. It's all dick. It's all it's dick. All, it all, all dick, dick all, all the dick. time. Half of everybody <laughs> has a dick. All dick all the time. Hot hands. Megan is telling you to fucking search the dongs and all these topics. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Wet and Wild episode. <laughs> Make sure you check out clearhistorypodcast.com for all the latest episodes and whatnot. I think we're going to try to update a little bit. And then we also got at Clear History Podcast on Instagram. 
You can DM us there. You can check out uh, a lot of great, funny posts. Megan is a whiz at making some fun stories on there. So make sure you check that out. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs>